Hello, Real Madrid fans. My name is Enrique Caceres, your host of the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. This podcast, we're going to talk about pre. We're actually going to preview all the Real Madrid players that are going to be uh, appearing in the World Cup and their national teams. Like the last one we did, we previewed all the groups and my predictions on on uh, who's advancing, where they stand on certain groups and certain players, what highlights, uh, which players will be standouts, and uh, a little bit. And this is more in depth, just more on uh, the Real Madrid players and going to the World Cup itself and their national teams. Let's start with Karim Benzema. Chuameni and Kamavinga, they're all going to France's, uh, they're all, uh, they're all on the squad. Um, I want to rear, I want to make it clear that each, uh, this is the first time uh, the World Cup is being played in Qatar in November, so players are informed, they already came, they're still in season, uh, the seasons has paused, and also there's going to be five substitutions in this World Cup, and, um, and um, so, and the squad list will be moved from twenty six from twenty three players to twenty six players. So, let's make two, three clear changes. The World Cup's in November, typically in the summer. Uh, substitutions are usually three. This time it will be five, and squads are usually twenty three players. This time they're twenty six players. So more players were chosen due to the short spans of the of the tournament and so many games played within the amongst the players so we see uh so for france i see them as major contenders to lift the trophy um with uh, kareem benzema chuomeni and kamavinga on the squad now i see kareem benzema as the leader on this squad l- leading the line uh providing the assist being a focal point for um, Mbappe and playing off of him, I think more of a target man, uh, goal scorer as well. Just elevating that in great form that he has uh, been playing for the past year and a half. He's been playing uh, exceptionally well. So, and uh, we'll see. I mean, I think him if he has a good tournament, uh, the team, the players around him can only excel better. Um, the uh, problems I have with the squad is that we are missing two valuable pieces, which is why Chuameni has probably stepped in into that into those roles. So Chuameni will be uh, either replacing Paul Pogba who can't go and uh, N'Golo Kante who can't go either. So two valuable players that won the last World Cup in in uh, Russia 2018. And Chuameni is uh, Real Madrid's holding midfielder, defensive midfielder. Uh, he is a box, a box midfielder trying to maybe be more of a, a holding midfielder at the moment. Uh, he has exceptional talent. He has a good passing range. He has a good shot. Um, so we'll see where he stands on this um, on this team. He's he's a clear on starter after so a few past lineups. He has started for them. So we'll see how the faith that uh, Didier Deschamps, the coach, French national team coach, has put on him as has gone well so um what can you say i mean Ch- chuomeni is a good player but this is a big stage 
and we'll see where. So I, I highlight for friends the only weakness for them is their midfield, but maybe with their front line with uh, Antoine Griezmann, Benzema, and Mbappe, and on the bench with uh, Dembele and and um, Nkuku from RB Leipzig and uh, Antoine Griezmann and um, Antoine Griezmann stepping in more, playing more. I mean, they have a tremendous good, they have a very good front line. So good forwards, a lot of goals there. Giroud there as well. If anything goes wrong, there's, that's a tremendous, that's a great backup to have. So what can you say? I mean, France for me is, is a huge favorite. Um, and I'll mention Kamavinga. I don't know if he will step in and play a major role in this tournament. I'm not sure. I think they brought him in for maybe a best case scenario that maybe they needed another midfield for coverage if something goes wrong or an injury crisis. So, but I think it's good experience for him to be there and be with the squad. But I don't know if he's going to play a major role in this in this tournament. I think he they have their set team already and their set. 15 players and 14 players they're going to use majority of the time um but again there's five subs so you don't know if they'll get to use him more often than not he's a valuable player he runs a lot he covers a lot of ground he dribbles well and he's a difference maker when he comes onto the pitch so we'll see if they need a goal and you need legs in midfield he's the kind of player you want in an open transition game um my favorite for the World Cup is is Brazil, and we got three players going: Vinny Jr., Rodrigo, Militao. And Vinny Jr. for me, always I always say is should be a uh, a starter. But in this team, there's just so many stacked players from Rafinha, Neymar, Paquetao, Anthony. Um, just so many good players on this team that it's hard for Vinny to to nail down a spot, but. He is in and out of the starting lineup, and also he is probably the first sub off the bench. So I am pretty confident. I like Brazil winning this cup over. They're my clear-on favorites. Um, and then you have Militao, who for me is, I think, a starter on Brazil as well after looking at some past lineups, but... It all depends on the tactics. If they want to press higher, they'll put Militao. If they are going to sit a little deeper, maybe press low in a low block, then they'll put Thiago Silva, 38 years old, which they never really expected to bring on. They thought he would have, but he's in fine form. So, I mean, you take him. Um, And then you have Rodrigo. Uh, I see him as... uh, It all depends on, for Rodrigo, if Neymar gets yellow cards or if they need a center forward or a floating uh, 10 player because Rodrigo's becoming that kind of player after covering for Benzema throughout his period here in Real Madrid. He has filled in that role as a center, central central forward, a, a number 10, a more focal point. So I think the Brazil sees him as that as well. And he's got a lot of game time. Um, but Vinny Jr. and Militao are very important players to the squad there in that fringe of the 15 players from and the sub from the 15 players that get used in rotation so we'll see um i think brazil has a good it all depends on the harmony of the team and how many goals they get and what's what's expected but i see this tournament 
being Brazil's to win with the with the squad they have and defense to midfield to offense. Then another dark horse for me personally, um, um, Germany. I like this team a lot. They have Antonio Rudiger in the back line. He is the senior player on this team for that for that back four or back five. I'm not sure what they're going to play. I do see him playing a, a good part of the tournament for Germany. Um, maybe he might be out. Maybe out to a suspension or maybe a tactical move. But I do see him playing a major part in this tournament. Um, He's going to anchor that back line. They need his experience. They have a youthful team. They have some youthful players on the sides, on the on in the defense as well. Um, and I I I think Hansi Flick, the the German coach, is going to need Rudiger to provide that li- that uh, reliability player because that's what uh, Antonio Rudiger provides he is experienced he's played in tournaments he's played in big clubs and I think with the youthful defenders from Germany he's gonna need some senior player stepping in and he has in the back line he has the goalkeeper Manuel Neuer as well that's important um but Germany, for me, why I consider them a dark horse, there's a lot of internal competition in this squad from Musiala to uh, to um, Leroy Sané. You, you have a lot of a lot of young fringe on the fringe players ready to jump onto the squad. And, and I think that's where where. Hansi Flick has a good rotation and a good players that are kind of unproven a bit and hungry for for more experience and more game time. So I, I, I like Germany a lot. I don't know how about everyone else, but they don't have a center forward. And maybe that's why some teams, some people might not consider them highlighted as favorites, but I consider them a dark horse. And um, let's move on to Uruguay where Federico Valverde will play. Valverde is a key player for Uruguay, nailed down starter in the, the three-man midfield, or they might play a five-man midfield, who knows, four-man midfield, I'm not too sure, their, their lineup changes a lot at times, depending on the opponent, um, but Valverde will play, he'll probably play every minute, he'll have to, um, but he has a good front line of uh, good forwards in front of him, I think he'll drop in, he'll run deep, He'll do his typical trademark strikes from distance. And he'll have uh, Darwin Nunez, a young forward from Liverpool, who will assist either maybe, not sure if Cavani or Suarez, either one will start. Not sure. Maybe either one will replace each other. I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not sure what, what the Uruguayan coach will do. But I know this for sure is that they will play a, a, a role on this team, those two older players, Suarez and Cavani. But I think this is a more youthful team now with Rodrigo Betancourt in midfield, Vecino in midfield with Valverde. And they have an experienced defense where they may lead goals. But again, during the tournament, they play a little differently than what they ever play in qualifiers. So, I mean, I could see them just offering more on the front line and maybe defending more better. We'll see. I mean, they have some speedy players out wide. Uh, and a lot of unexperienced but pr- proven talent from Europe ready to go go forward. Um, 
my next team and i see you're going and also i can see you're going a little further i'm sorry about that um a little further um because if they hit form they have players to score and you just need to defend well um so the next team is spain they have two players Marco Asensio and Danny Carvajal. Danny Carvajal is seen as, for me personally, and what I've seen from the ba- previous lineups I've checked, is Danny Carvajal's a nail down right back for this team. He's been injury injury free for the past couple months. He's played a lot of minutes for Real Madrid, and he's a reliable player on top of it from offense to defense. Um, and Luis Enrique needs somebody like that. Because I think he went with youth on the first tournament in the Euros. And now he's going with a little blend of experience. And Danny Carvajal is the perfect player for you to bring on. To bring experience, bring competition into the squad. And, and have reliability. Now, Marco Asensio. I see him as a player that has benefited from Benzema being out. And has got more minutes. Got seen into the national team. And, and provides that sub that can come on and, and provide a good left foot that has a uh, passing range shots goals and he's defending better and i think the system might help him more because the international level is also a, a level step down towards club level and in in spain he will be competing with the same kind of players as him as well because Let's face it, it uh, national team level is not the same as where he plays in the Real Madrid, where it's a demanding team, demanding with very uh, worldwide internationals playing on that squad every day. So Asensio, I see him coming off the bench, maybe a starter, but highly doubtful. But uh, coming off the bench, he is a he is your kind of player you wanna if you need a goal or someone to continue playing. So we'll see. Um, the next, the next group, the next team is Croatia with Luka Modric. Now, Luka Modric is a nail down starter. He is the leader, the captain of this team. He is the, he's, he needs this team to be following his every step. Um, now he has good company in midfield, experienced player Kozovic from Chelsea and Brozovic from Inter and that is a solid three-man midfield the only issue i have is the front line um unproven players players i'm not familiar with i've never they don't aren't game changers uh it all depends on the tactics they play and how modric can get them going into the game and uh, provide the the right moments for them to score we'll see modric is a valuable piece to this team he needs to be performing well if croatia even wants to have a good world cup uh and and it's important that he has the he he needs to be their number 10 he needs to be the leader he's a little old he's older now he's up in age luka modric so we'll see where it stands on that um they have Perisic in and out of the lineup. I don't know how how valuable he'll be in this tournament because uh, I've seen I've seen him in the EPL for Tottenham. He has performed well, but he is up in age as well. So we'll see where that stands. I mean, they're a team that you can't forget about. They have good players. They're organized. They defend well, and when they are on their moments, they can they can hurt other teams. So we'll see. Uh, 
but I do like that midfield is reliable. And then uh, our last team is Belgium with uh, Thibaut Courtois, the goalkeeper Real Madrid, and then Hazard, who is the not most, who hasn't had a successful campaign here in Real Madrid. Let's be fair. Courtois uh, needs to be lights out for this tournament for Belgium. He has to perform well. He needs the same as if uh, if he's under Real Madrid when we won Champions League last season. Um, if they want to even consider to lift the title. Um, and Be- and Eden Hazard, I'm not sure what Roberto Martinez's is, uh, his plan is. But from what I've seen in the past lineups, Hazard is a nail-down starter. He plays every minute. He's the captain of the team, and he's relied on him. So the coach of Belgium sticks with Hazard. Uh, I don't know why. He hasn't performed well in club, but there's a loyalty there in the Belgian national team, and he plays a little different. He's play it's a low, low, like I said again, international level is a lower caliber, and less players, less competition. And he's well loved within the squad and and within everything. So it can only improve on his behalf. I hope he has a good World Cup so we can sell him and probably we might have a loss on it. But we need to move him out. We need to bring in fresh blood, fresh players, players that want to play for the club and want to perform well. Because I, I feel it's just a waste of space to have him onto the team. And last, I want to say is thank you all for listening uh this is your host enrique caceres from the real madrid champions of champions podcast please subscribe and rate and follow the podcast thank you guys bye